0: Hello, baby!
1: Welcome all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between, you have entered a new episode of and the podcast will rock. We are the show that dives into the discography, the catalog of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Kamire. Join with me, as always, from the great white north, Corey Morissette. Corey, dare I ask how the weather has been treating you?
2: It's not white anymore. It's very brown and muddy and gross, but we're very happy. (laughs) Nothing is frozen anymore. We could actually leave the house Uh, two weeks ago. I took my daughter to see uh, Alice Cooper and Buck Cherry. Nice. in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. We had second row. She caught two picks and had the time of her life. And this weekend, we're heading up to Saskatoon to check out ZZ Top and Cheap Trick. So uh, I'm I'm in a great great mood tonight. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good. Can't complain. That's I I don't have anything as exciting as uh, seeing Alice Cooper in the second row or anything like that. Um, you, you mentioned ZZ Top. That's going to be interesting. What is, uh, what is the lineup for ZZ Top right now?
2: Well, it, it's still, uh, you know, Billy Gibbons and Frank Beard, mm-hmm. but uh, they're a longtime guitar tech, a fellow by the name of Elwood. Uh, he's filling in for Dusty Hill. And uh, Apparently, it was Dusty Hill's kind of wish that, uh, well, he was going off just to get surgery done, uh, you know, a while ago and said, let Elwood fill in for me on these dates we have, and then I'll come back. And then, unfortunately, he passed away. So they're going to keep going with Elwood. He even grew a nice big ZZ Top Beard um and he he's been a guitar tech for him forever so he knows all the songs knows all the parts and uh so he's going out on tour with them and i can't wait they still put on a great show from what i hear
1: that's that's what i hear too so kudos to you that's going to be super super fun uh Corey, speaking of super fun it's always fun when you and i have these shows and we just go back and forth with one another because we're just two big fans of van halen and we like to talk about Uh, van halen one song at a time that's the show but it's even more fun when we can do it with company and i believe we have company tonight don't we
2: we do and uh, this fellow is one of the first guys to reach out and say hey love what you're doing with the podcast i'd love to be on the show that was way back in february and we said absolutely let's get you on the show so here we are end of april he's finally here uh greg dipasquale thank you very much for joining us here tonight how's it going
3: it's going well and uh thank you very much for having me gentlemen i'm excited
2: Oh, it's our pleasure. You you wrote a great message where you talked about, uh, you know, Van Halen is the reason you kind of got into guitar and all that, and just you you could feel the love of the band in the message you wrote. I'm like, oh, this has got to be one of the first guys we get on the show.
3: Oh well, yes. Yeah, well, I I appreciate that. I'm glad I was able to uh, convey that uh, that message because that's uh that's a hundred percent accurate. I mean, that's he's Eddie uh, Eddie's the uh, the cradle of a uh, uh, musical set, uh, civilization for me for sure. <laughs> That's and awesome. The that
2: cradle will rock. <laughs> yeah, well, there <laughs> it is. And there it is. So this isn't your first time actually being on a Deep Dive podcast. Maybe tell us about uh, your other appearances on other uh, Deep Dive podcast network shows.
3: Well, I've done an appearance on uh, Metal Gods, Judas Priest podcast, and I've done several appearances uh, with the uh, maiden A to Z gentleman in uh, Sweden. So yeah, I'm no stranger to the network. Um, love it. I mean, it's it's a haven for really anyone who wants to uh, get dirty and get nerdy with their favorite bands,
2: you know? And you're also a big fan of the show that really kind of, we ripped our format from, uh, of course, (laughs) the uh, recognized symbol of excellence uh, in in rock and roll podcasting. I truly believe that those guys are fantastic. And it's great to have another pothead on the show here. Oh, absolutely.
3: Uh, 100% pothead
2: over here for sure. (laughs) Awesome. And you're a musician as well, right? Oh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, on your better days, you maybe play a little guitar, right? Are you currently uh, doing anything? Yeah, I uh, currently play guitar for um,
3: Shadow Kingdom Records recording artist Fatal Curse. Kind of more of like a traditional um, '80s style heavy metal band. Awesome.
2: Right on. Yeah, like <laughs>
3: Maiden, Priest, Raven, Diamondhead. You know, like new wave of British heavy metal. I would say, if you were to pinpoint our style, probably somewhere between 1980 and 86, I guess. Nice. Yeah.
1: And it's such a specific uh, era. So, <laughs> yes. I appreciate well, you getting yeah. so specific.
3: Well, yeah, we figure if it's uh... – if I, uh, if I give people a window, they, they can decide if they want to shut it or if they want to uh, jump through it, I guess. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> very, very good. Yes. Well, we're, we're obviously super happy to have you on the show. Uh, glad that you also share a love for Van Halen, as we do. Um, to reiterate, you guys, all the listeners, we're not experts. We're not rock historians. We're simple fans who enjoy this band's work, and we're going to go through it one song at a time. So, if uh, Corey, you got anything else?
2: Uh, no, I think that's about it. Oh, well, last week uh, we, we touched on the big Van Halen news of the day, of course, and that was uh, Jason Newstead ah, yes. dropping a bombshell about uh, a tribute tour with uh, Joe Satriani, himself, and, and Alex and David Lee Roth. And then David Lee Roth even threw out uh, Steve Lukather and Pink as possible uh, uh, entrance to that as well. And then uh, Jason Newstead got really mad uh, at the reporter <laughs> for printing that. Uh, so he said something newsworthy during a news interview and then got mad when they printed it. I, I don't understand how <laughs> that works, but uh, we have Greg on the show. I wanted to get his perspective. Um, would you be down for kind of a, a Van Halen tribute tour with Joe Satriani and company? I think that even if, um,
3: even though it would never be the same, I just think that the overwhelming, I don't want to use, well, I guess, yeah, I guess, we could use the word star power or firepower of <laughs> ha- having someone like Joe Satriani stepping into those shoes and, and taking a swing at him. I mean, really, I, I could play it on both sides of the fence for that. I could see why people wouldn't want to see it, but I can also understand why people would want to see it. It'd be one thing if it was just like, like if it was me, like if it was just me or some other dude, just that happened to, fucking fall down a flight of stairs and, and wind up in Alex Van Halen's jam spot and just he's like whoa we're gonna fucking go on tour with you me and Jason Newstead and David <laughs> Lee Roth and Pink I can understand when people will be like well I don't want to see this shit but you know like it's Joe Satriani I mean the, he is he's so good and yeah. as I had discussed with uh, you gentlemen before we went live here that you know, some people would say he maybe is even too good for uh, for this type of venture. But you know what, I think that when uh, the rubber hits the road and the bullet hits the bone, I think if those tickets uh, come wandering down my path, I think I would probably be parted from my cash, for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. it's It, yeah. it would almost, uh, the curiosity, I think, would be too high for me, because I, I absolutely get what you're saying about satriani being a little too good i think that's uh an accurate statement um but i i know like if the tickets sort of wandered my way say you really want to go see this show don't you i go well yes in fact i do just if nothing else just to say hey i saw this thing once um but as i've mentioned on the show before unfortunately uh my time the time has come and gone for me to ever see Eddie Van Halen live. Really? I never got, never really? got to do that in my lifetime. And that's been just a, a huge, huge regret of mine. Just, um, I don't know, circumstances, oh. life happens and things get yeah. in the way. And then unfortunately we never know how, how long we are going to be on this world. And, and sadly, I did not get to see Eddie before he, uh, he departed. So, I think we're all free. This...
3: I think all three of us are rowing in that boat
1: together, so right. You know, yeah. yeah, well, there you go. And uh, so we're not alo- not alone out there, and that's good. Yeah. but but to say that would I turn down the opportunity to see even this sort of like Frankenstein's monster of a mm-hmm. of a Van Halen band put together? I, I think I would kind of have to go see that, if nothing else to say, well, I did see that.
3: if you think about it ideologically, it almost it almost it's too poetic to not make perfect sense because. Satriani is also another guitarist who would then have time with both Dave and Sammy. Mm-hmm. Right. So, absolutely. It'd be cool. Tragic I, think, I, think, I think it would be, it'd be too, yeah, you know, it's like I'm trying to th- find a good analogy for it, but like you never want to see a car accident, but you also don't turn away for it. And I'm not right. saying this would be, I'm not, <laughs> this would, I'm not saying this would be a car wreck, but I'm saying this would just be too spectacular to ignore. And
2: they wouldn't be billing it as Van Halen. It's kind of like uh, Queen and Adam Lambert or Queen and Paul Rogers. I'm a huge Queen fan. I never got to see Queen with Freddie Mercury, but I caught the show with Paul Rogers, and it was great, and I caught a show with them with Adam Lambert, and say what you will about the kid. The kid can fucking sing, and it was a tremendous show, but it's Queen plus Adam Lambert, Queen plus Paul Mm -hmm. Rogers. This would be a Van Halen tribute, not trying to pass themselves off as Van Halen.
1: I agree. Yeah,
3: They should call it like... um, uh children in elders first or something like that I don't. <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> you know I, I i would really love if they got wolfie involved because he was a van, a van halen bass player obviously and mm. mammoth wvh is phenomenal like if they opened every show of this tour oh man that'd be that'd be amazing
3: well i think that the, i mean that would be great but i
2: think that to not have Mike Anthony involved in this in some way, which well, I'm <laughs> saying with Mike Anthony, I'm saying Mike Anthony's got to be there. Yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah, we're we're big yeah. fans.
3: Oh, I mean, it's man, I, I don't want to really get too into the weeds of it, but I mean, if there was ever a dude who got done so dirty by his dudes in that band, it makes me. Upset, one well, maybe not upset, but it it bums me out to hear, you know, kind of how it all shook out with him in that band, because he just always seemed like such a great guy. And I mean, those vocals,
2: I mean, there, there's man. much a part of Van Halen lore as anything, and I'm right there with you. I, I yeah. get kind of sick when I hear yeah. it too. And Mike Anthony, maybe wins the award for the nicest guy in rock. Like everybody says so, right? He's yeah, he's the nicest guy on the planet, and. I would he's, absolutely he want. Like he be him. a great
3: hang. Like he seems oh, like yeah. he'd be a,
2: a great oh, hang, yeah, and, for sure. and like
3: he's just a dude that likes whiskey and hot sauce, and who doesn't <laughs> want to hang out with people like that? <laughs> yeah,
0: you know. Yeah, absolutely. And he's and,
3: and I like I like how he's like um, he's so close to the vest on a lot of stuff. Like there's that code of the road where, you know, in in a in a generation of like tell-all documentaries and tell-all autobiographies, I think I just saw an interview he did where he said. I'm going to write an autobiography, but I'm going to, the the stories, they go with being in the grave, Like he said, like all the salacious stuff, all the dirt, he goes, that just, that stays on the road. Yep. You know?
0: Yep. He said and that I respect every, a week ago. I respect,
3: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It seems concurrent with the personality he had always put out there, which I, I admire that, you know, I admire that.
2: Yep.
3: 100%. Cause i I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, he was not, he never portrayed himself as like to be as outlandish as dave certainly or or he definitely wasn't the super cut from the superstar cloth of eddie but that dude was in van halen between you know 76 and 84
2: so i'm pretty sure that dude has lived the life of a couple men for sure <laughs> but you know even insane. when you read like Noel monk's book and stuff they always talk about uh oh, mike would just kind of go back to his room with his girlfriend who became his wife like he partied, but never on the level of the Van Halen brothers or David Lee Roth, right? So
3: that we know, maybe he yeah, just kept know. it all under wraps. Maybe he That's just right. wasn't like a like a uh, TMZ. I mean, that didn't exist back then. But he wasn't like a he wasn't seeking that stuff out. I'm sure he had his. Oh, for sure, yeah. I'm sure Mike Anthony's had a taste of it.
1: <laughs> all bass players are the low key, uh, uh, sneaky guys with the uh, their ability to uh, to hang and party, even if they seem like they're totally cool um many a bass player i have known uh just gotta watch out for bass players it's fine um but, but yeah there it is man uh just sharing the love of van halen no matter what form they take uh i it would be really really interesting to see if this thing comes to fruition but what oh you know what else should come to fruition the show we should spin the wheel and decide. <laughs> and decide what not that i'm not having a good time having this conversation but you know this is the show where we talk talk about what song is going to be uh we have our handy dandy wheel in front of us it's the spin of the wheel but before we spin it i have to ask because i ask all the time what song greg i'll put it to you since you're our guest is there a particular song or maybe an album of which uh you want to manifest for today's show that you want to bring uh uh to uh to our listeners' ears, uh, well, what song is, in particular,
3: there's definitely an album, and but if mm-hmm. we want to get more specific than the album, I will give you the specific song on the album, and I would be tickled like an Elmo if it was "Push Comes to Shove" off of Fair Warning. Uh huh, fantastic! I would love it. That song. is that is my favorite um um non solo. Non guitar solo song, Eddie Van Halen guitar solo.
1: I would be so. incredibly, incredibly excited to t- talk about that. So there we go. So I'm sure. Uh, dude, that
3: being said, now that I said that, I'm sure it's going to be like <laughs> ca- Cabo Wabo or some shit like that. So
1: <laughs> hey, it's good tequila. I'm I'm sure the song <laughs> is grand on a on a re listen. I don't know. We'll find out eventually at some point, if not tonight, uh, Corey what about you is there an album you want to sort of manifest or do you want to get specific and have a particular song
2: well i would not be upset at all if greg's song uh, hit but uh, i'm still in the mood for something dave i was last week too we had a sammy track last week a really mm-hmm. good one for that matter but i'm I'm feeling something off the debut album i would love to feel your love tonight That if that came up oh. tonight i would be very happy man
1: Hell yeah just gonna you know if if we land on feel your love i'm gonna go ahead and tip my cap and say like yes it is absolutely what dreams are made of because have you heard feel your love people have if you <laughs> haven't you better hope we spin it because i would love to talk about it and eventually we will if it's not gonna happen tonight uh i'm i think i'm in the same boat uh yeah, I, yeah you know what Corey? i think uh you you kind of um had me leaning towards a Roth tune last week as well. We got a great Sammy tune out of it and I'm never mad about it, but I think, uh, yeah, I think an early, early Van Halen, perhaps one or two. Uh, I think we need to hear one of those, but again, would not be mad if we get Greg's choice as well. Uh, So yeah, that's, that's, let's just, just uh, manifest it as hard as we possibly can. Perhaps the wheel, will be kind to us this week. Perhaps the wheel will do what the wheel do, and the wheel do whatever she wants. She's been really kind lately,
2: though. She's been really kind She has. So
1: is is this going to be the moment where the wheel just stabs us in the back? I don't know, but we are going to find out. Corey, after you're done priming it.
2: I I think I'm good. I hit shuffle a few times, and it's resting on cable wobble right now. So hopefully we don't hit that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, then, there's nothing to do now except to let Sammy take it away and spin the wheel. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, right. Oh,
3: right. Coming down to... Oh,
2: no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, son of a bitch. How many say I from Van Halen 3? The worst we possible so, choice. We were... Oh so close you
3: want to talk about like a a hair
2: yeah we were so Mm -hmm. close
3: to light up the sky and i would that would have that would have made me very happy and this is well oh god
1: (laughs) when i when i said that sometimes the wheel do what it do this is one of the times i'm talking about okay like we tried really hard to get something we wanted to just have but we have a guest on the show we want to we want to have a good time we want the guest to have a good time and we hope that the wheel is merciful but this is the show there is a wheel you've seen it on twitter folks uh and sometimes that wheel is just not kind and uh yeah we are going Back into the territory of Van Halen 3. To know something to be
3: true and to deny it. How many, how many say I? The wheel is not always
2: just, but it is fair. I'm so sorry, Greg. (laughs) Like, you'll never want to come back here because they'll just treat you so badly.
3: You know, I had that thought this morning. I was like, I really, I was like, like, considering how much, like, how how Eddie like how much he's he's meant to me and really the band I guess it effectively has meant to me like how funny would it be as if like well if you even if you go back to 5 minutes ago when i said my favorite non guitar solo Eddie Van Halen guitar solo is when push comes to shove and now of course we pulled the fucking song that he's fucking <laughs> singing on <Yeah. laughs> like like we pulled we pulled the one song in, in the catalog where he's got the lead vocals which is like
0: <laughs> this and song, is, uh, you know
3: it's to be fair i know it's easy it's to shit on this album. song in this album but yeah. i mean it's not really i mean if you would ask me to pick a song clearly this would not have been the one i picked but i i think this song kind of gets a bad rap i don't think it's as shitty as people think it is i'm not saying it's great but i'm also saying it's just not shitty as shitty as people
2: say it's <laughs> like <laughs> two of my well, favorite quotes from oh this God. song were uh cringeworthy and unintentionally <laughs> hilarious so Well, Well, if if
1: nothing else, we're going to get we're going to get a lot of entertainment, either based from uh, the commentary we throw out or uh, however structured this song is put together. Uh, I'll be honest with you. This one I have completely skipped. So this is going to be a new experience for me. I have to tell you, though, I really hope, Greg, you're right. I hope there are things to like about it, because what I'm seeing here is this is not a short song. No, it's not. A long song. Six it's not. Six minutes. <laughs> is a I'm
3: really, six minutes. This 6 minutes song. Really, so I'm really, I'm not, I'm not a negative person. So I, I think you're going to really look back <laughs> at my commentary on and say, "Wow, he was really just overly filleting this song." And I'm really just trying to fill the glass halfway up instead of trying to drink it halfway <laughs> down, and uh, I'm trying to pump its tires. And and and, <laughs> and maybe in retrospect, it makes me sound like an insane person. But like, you know, it's just.
0: Just, well, we, uh, just seeing
3: what's on just seeing where the wheel almost landed yeah. that's what like makes this so much cooler because when I saw it tick on light up the sky like I was about oh, to yeah. like fall yeah. out of my chair like you I was just about to please stop. It, like, explode please stop, I was like, please stop. and it was we, so
1: close I mean and we'll the have the to final, We'll have oh, no. to show the spin on Twitter if we can, Corey, because yeah, yep. I don't think uh, the Mr. audience the realizes. Couple,
2: I'll put this one on for sure because
1: yeah. <laughs> this—I uh, don't think people realize just how close this was. But oh I, boy, I just want to so. say,
3: I think this is because of me. I think this happened only because of me. <laughs> oh,
2: I don't think you—if you guys had never had me on, it would have somehow never ever been pulled. We know My my first thought was <laughs> we got to get Greg back on because we're punishing him. His first appearance <laughs> on the show, and we drew how many say I. But here's the thing, though, if.
3: If I'm going to, if I came here to get the glory, I'm also going to have to get, you know, uh, pay the price of the gory. And if, if I have to do this to get back and maybe get a, a better song, I will do it. I will <laughs> absolutely do it.
2: I just, well, 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 last, last week, Mark, we had two people who, who can barely spell Van Halen. <clears> they don't <throat> listen to music, right? <laughs> and, and, and we got Best of Both Worlds, one of my favorite Van Hagar songs. And then this week we got Greg on here, who's a big Van Halen fan. And we get oh fuck. I can't believe it. I mean,
1: look, look, our we, we kept talking about it. Part, I think, honestly, I think we jinxed it because we had we had mentioned how kind the wheel has been to us lately. Yes. And I and of course I said, like, I wonder if this is gonna be the time, you know, because we have a guest on. And and sure enough, I don't blame sure. you, Greg. I, I blame myself and I blame the wheel. And as always, I blame the cult De Mariano. I know <laughs> they're behind this through and through because they always are faster <laughs> you know
3: what I, yeah. I as much as i would love to blame the cult um I, I just i don't see how i'm not culpable with this i feel like this is something that was <laughs> that the the day this album came out i was destined for this moment 25 years later or however long <laughs> it's been 23 years later i yeah. feel like this, this is just something that i've been i, know, I think this <laughs> has been predestined for me i think this has been my fate
2: Someday this has I was been gonna, preparing someday, you, yes. Someday I, someday,
3: I knew I was going to have to answer for this song, even though I didn't write it, I didn't record it, I had fucking nothing to do with it, <laughs> but I knew somehow, some way, I was going to be responsible for carrying this song at some point, and now here I am.
1: And now here you are on on a, a podcast where we do nothing but talk about songs, so maybe, I, I don't know, maybe in your <laughs> grand optimism of how this uh, this episode might go, this actually might be very good for all of us this might be therapeutic in a way we don't know yeah. or at least i don't know i don't know what to fully expect except for i i don't have a lot of uh great optimism but i have a little bit of optimism so well, i'll tell you, you like what,
3: you can do what i'm doing and you can i don't know if you drink but if you do you should probably grab a stiff one which is what i'm doing right now and um, i
1: do and I, I have a feeling though that this isn't going to quite cut it if this is as uh troublesome as i'm expecting
3: this you is what i want to get <laughs> you, right you might want right. to get something a little browner.
1: <laughs> and
3: maybe you just right uh, out of the bottle. Honey, bring forth the Jameson. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's probably more of what I'm thinking. Um, there you go. I'm sure there was Jameson involved in the writing and the recording of the song. I would <laughs> hope so. I mean, <laughs> I just can't even believe that this is the one, but I also can believe it too. <laughs> so, well,
1: I mean, well, after after that grand review, we can only the only thing we can do now is. Bite our lip, swallow our drinks hearty, and p- plow through this song. Let's, because it, it again, just, this is not a short say, song.
0: I gotta
3: say, I'm thinking back to everything I've said in the last ten minutes. I probably sound like an insane person because I sounded it out. I initially tried to make it seem like, okay, it's not that bad, and I've walked that back so far <laughs> <laughs> to where I've said, I've walked it back far enough to, you know, it's not that bad. It's not as shitty as everyone says it is. Too, I've already walked it back to just get the booze out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you might be walking back even further depending on how this, this track goes. So uh, again, because this this is going to be pretty new to me, but I'm not uh, I'm not exactly looking forward to it.
3: I'm but, gonna tell you hey. right now I have I haven't listened to this song since probably 1999, and I will uh, and I could I mean I just it was <laughs> it's burned into my psyche. I could I could listen to it right now as I'm going to like it's boy like i just heard
1: it yesterday that's great to hear because as soon as this song is done (laughs) and when we're done talking about it it will probably stick with me as well and boy (laughs) do i love that so i i can only hope that i find more to love about this track than i'm expecting but Corey, what say you shall we shall we just rip the band-aid off and get
2: right into it absolutely mark here is uh, how many say <clears throat> I from Van Halen 3 released March 17th, 1998? Oh. Already, Greg looks like he's in pain. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not even going to wave my hands. I'm just going to say that just, I'm I'm going to reveal myself uh, just a like <laughs> Maybe, you know, within... Three seconds. I've already rethought the whole. Ah, it's not as shitty as I, as people think it is. It <laughs> it's very just, much just might from be the ominous much. piano open. It's That's, like, oh no, no, I was very, wrong. I regret everything. Very much might be as shitty as everyone says it is.
2: <laughs> well, good news, everybody. We only have five minutes and fifty-nine seconds left to go. So oh, oh, here wow. we go. All right. Holy shit.
3: I hate. I've already gotten to hate. I just said it wasn't as bad as everyone said it was, and I, within five seconds, I've already gotten to. I hate.
2: God, and you were so <laughs> optimistic going into this. I know. I mean, I know. You're I know. not a you negative person. I mean,
1: It's not so
0: bad.
2: Like, I can't.
3: But, but that's, you know, it has been you know 23 years since I've heard it, probably, and so now I'm just I'm picking things up. I hate the ominous tone followed by the wilting major scale thing like it's just like (laughs) that's just such such bullshit
2: oh man this is gonna be bad good news everybody we only have five minutes and 51 seconds left to go
3: So silent when you wanted to talk. Oh boy! What, why was this the record that they decided it was time for him to do this?
2: And this closed the record. This was the twelfth track. Yes,
3: it was this the very last the song of the record. record.
1: Yeah. It definitely sounds like an, a closing track, and you know, it's like we're we're tired, we're exhausted. This was this took a lot to make. Here you go. Here's a, here's our slow burner, and boy, is it a slow burn. Apparently, there's only what (laughs) five minutes left
2: yeah five minutes three seconds we're almost there
3: can you i feel like this quote is is really all you need to say about this era can you imagine being gary Sharon and saying well i've been in two bands extreme and van halen and van halen was my least (laughs) successful yeah van halen was second successful two bands yeah think about it He, he sold more records with extreme than he did with
2: van halen oh yeah yeah
1: that is a strange and sad statement, but yes.
2: Say what you will about extreme. Extreme that I
1: love,
3: I fucking love extreme. And when I found out Sharon was gonna be the new singer, I was actually stoked. Oh, I think yeah, I a lot stoked. of people were <laughs> absolutely <Yeah. laughs>
0: they were. until yeah. they
1: weren't. <laughs> well,
3: who knew that he wasn't gonna be the lead singer on every song on his record?
2: <laughs>
1: also, yes, yeah. I tell you why. It's just... All right, Corey.
2: <sighs> keep her going. She oh. I couldn't keep quiet when she
0: needed a hug. I'm a too strong when a little too much. How many how many say I?
2: Jesus Christ. God well. bless you, Eddie, but. <laughs> I, I i think greg needs you time. know
3: i'm i'm remiss, <laughs> remiss i'm remiss to speak ill of the dead especially when the dead is eddie van halen but uh.
2: <laughs> I, I always think you, back to the uh, metallica documentary uh, some kind of monster where they talked to lars's dad and he hears, that, that. Should, <laughs> yeah, just delete this yeah <laughs> this, this should have been deleted <laughs>
1: mark are you digging it uh, no, but part of my brain is still kind of going like, where is this going? And I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to find out where it goes. Honestly. I'm going to
3: tell you right now, your brain is going to never get an answer for that question.
1: Oh boy. Is it going to stay like this the entire time?
3: I mean, I want to, I don't want a spoiler alert, but I mean, it's been a couple <laughs> decades, but
1: it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I right, learned right. it 22
1: years I'm ago. Just ment- I'm just mentally preparing because, yeah, this, this uh, opener is something.
3: There's not enough therapy in the world for this kind of mental preparation.
2: <laughs> all right, here we go. Go on and
0: say yes. Let me know. you rather guess? When you just not
1: What band is this? This is not Van Halen. This is not... and this is like the shitty Beatles. There is like I don't I don't understand that, what's what's going on with this. When when Sharon enters the fray, they
3: have a moment of we're just not quite hitting the notes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm no musician, but we all made the same face when Sharon came. They were like, oh
3: yeah. Jerome was, I mean, listen, he's, he's bulletproof and, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to nail him to this cross, you know, but like he, he's not the one who's not hitting the notes here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and, you know, I will say I, I will in. Dare I fill this glass halfway up again? <laughs> you know, the one thing I do enjoy, and this also I think been maybe one of the bigger problems about Van Halen from a fan's perspective is I do like that I feel like they've they've neglected their legacy to considering the size and the magnitude that they had in stature they had achieved as a band they've neglected their legacy probably more than any big band that has ever existed And and in a weird way I mean, it's from a fan's perspective, it sucks for us. It blows, you know? But I feel like that there's a charm to that as well, too, because Eddie, and probably to a lesser degree Alex as well, too, like maybe mentally, they never evolve past the we're just musicians. And they just happen to be just musicians that ended up being in like you know, one of the biggest rock bands in the history of rock and roll. And I don't right. think that they their brains ever evolved from we're just musicians in the fucking bar or in the club. Mm. I don't think they ever evolved from beyond that standpoint, which from a pure musical perspective, you have to give, I shouldn't say you two have to give, but I give that respect of someone who says, fuck it we do whatever we want Mm -hmm. you know like even like like yeah we're van halen and we've sold you know 100 million records or whatever it is whatever the number is it's more than all of us but like (laughs) you know like i i respect them saying like like us are like what are you guys doing why are you doing this where is this going and why is this even on the road to go there Mm -hmm. From a a purely musician standpoint, just like, well, why do I give a fuck about what what these people think? It's my song, it's my band. You know, like, we're going to do whatever we want. And so, from a purely artistic, musical standpoint, I respect the shit out of this song. But then there's that thing of hearing and ears.
1: (laughs) There's the (laughs) enjoyment factor. It's like, I don't enjoy it. I respect that you put this out, I don't enjoy the thing you put out.
2: Yes, exactly. I, I'm just reading a, a quote here uh, on this uh, track, which was uh, called an unusual acoustic piano ballad featuring Eddie on lead vocals and Sharon on backing vocals. Eddie declared he was forced into singing and added harmonies so he would not perform alone. Uh, <laughs> I, I refuse to believe that, that that dude did
3: anything forced. Yeah, exactly. Ever.
1: Yeah. That's that's the problem like, especially especially at,
3: especially at that point. Yes. Like yeah. maybe maybe Dave was able to cajole him into doing stuff maybe he didn't want to do in like the first first run with Roth but like in 98 or uh, this record came out in 98 or 99. 98. Yeah, there's no one fucking pushing Eddie Van Halen <laughs> no. to to do anything he doesn't want to do. Eddie co-produced the record with Mike Post. And Eddie produced a record with Mike Post on his property.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he was just really excited to put out this particular track for whatever reason, and he just expected Gary to sing it. And he expected – it's like singing. Gary's like, I don't really want to do that. And it's just like, well, I'm not the singer. I'm not going to sing it, and nobody would do it. And he's like, well, then fuck it. I'll do it. It's like, we're doing this song.
3: I'm pretty sure in 1998, if Eddie Van Halen says to Gary Sharon. Hey man, you're our singer now. Here's this piano ballad. Mm-hmm. Here are the lyrics. Here's kind of what I have in mind for the melody. Go for it. I don't think Gary Sharone's saying "fuck you, dude." I'm not doing yeah, this. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, Gary Sharon was three years out from Extreme being kind of cast into yeah, and possibly unjustly well not possibly definitely unjustly cast into like the hair metal cutout bin. Right. You know, that band got discarded <laughs> into the trash along with the Warrants and the Wingers of the world, which isn't right because yeah. they were definitely different and much more valid, I think artistically speaking, but like although I do like Winger, admittedly. I don't want to. Um, yeah. But like 17 doesn't age well, but that's about the only one. Well well, in more than one more than one way. <laughs> One yeah. way when doesn't age well yeah. but um, yeah, but at that point, I don't think Gary Sharon, who you know at that point he's not not turning that down. he's not saying no, fuck you, I'm not singing this shit by myself. no, I guarantee you if Gary Sharon had been asked to sing that song as the lead, he would have fucking done it and he would have been great. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't sing this lead. he's a I mean, listen, I don't want to talk out of school and I don't want to fucking drop any bombs it's gonna shock anyone here, but Gary Sharon is a fucking way better lead singer than Eddie Van Halen is. I don't want to fucking shock people here, say something you know blabbermouth headline worthy, but like Gary Sharon shits all over Eddie Van Halen as a singer.
2: That's gonna be on blabbermouth uh, next week now, <laughs> because you said that. great. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: What do you say? Should we keep going?
0: Yeah. Yeah, probably, probably. should.
2: Probably. <laughs> I, I just needed a break um yeah how many times do you think they played how many say i live
1: i'm gonna venture a guess and say none
2: uh well according to uh, setlist.fm seven times in 1998 they played how many say I? seven times seven Jeez. times that's seven too many can you, can you imagine buying a ticket uh, to a van halen show And then Eddie and Gary just come out, and Eddie Punk's done on the piano, and and this is what they bang out. Like, we we could be hearing eruption right now. Instead, we're getting to this. But I got to imagine that – there there you go. Go ahead. There you go.
3: I was going to say, like, that's kind of what I was saying uh, earlier is, like, uh, before we, 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 we kicked in live here, like, because I never saw them live, I never have the memory of going to see them live and having them fucking roll out with Never Say I or something like that. You know, like I, I, I always have just the records and I'll never have the memory of, you know, sitting, you know, at the ass end of some amphitheater watching Gary Sharon and, and EVH sit at some keyboard or piano, them playing how many say I like I'll never have that memory. And I'm thankful I don't because there's seven concerts in the history of Van Halen that have that memory.
1: <laughs> but wouldn't you really want to have that memory? Because if you have that memory, being at that show, that means that whole audience has that memory, and you all would have that moment where you're just turning to one another, going, "Okay, we're we gonna, we're doing this. All right, are this, all right. I'm, I'm not. Are you?" That's a moment where thing? you look like, at people no, but... who
3: are. That's a moment where you look at the people who are sitting around you, and you're like, "How many <laughs> of us are experiencing this right now?" how many exactly. say i how,
1: how many, many say, say I? I say i how many but <laughs> if i guys. mean it's it's
3: it's unique that there's seven concerts full of people in this world that could say they're one of seven concerts to have experienced this song but who's fucking walking around bragging about that
1: shit no one that's i mean maybe i'm Gary sure, I'm Sharon sure. maybe yeah maybe Gary maybe uh, <laughs> no offense to Gary I no, no, a long time listener I know for sure uh, we apologize Gary um but he listens uh, to the sure. show <laughs> i only in my dreams oh. uh but uh,
2: <laughs> if he, if he <laughs> does,
1: does this
3: is gary this ain't on you this this ain't not at all. Cross.
1: yeah we love that's it. true that's yep. yeah we, we actually we've talked about it before when we did a gary tune it's like look we're not haters on gary's own as no, a musician at all. at all i gary, love you we all love extreme
3: gary you rule
2: and song for love yeah. still smokes to this day. yeah, Fucking yeah right. i love song for love Pornography is is like top to bottom, one of my favorite albums of all time.
3: There you go. They were going to be be the queen of the 90s.
2: Yep. 100%. uh, Van Halen
1: 3. I knew I liked you, Greg. You're (laughs) fucking awesome. (laughs) We we love you, Gary, but Van Halen
2: 3 was a miss. Uh, So, you know, chalk that up to what it was. Um, I'll tell you what, in 98, Van Halen performed 81 concerts, and they did this song seven times. That should tell you something it probably oh yeah. they probably busted it out early and it fell so flat they're like we got to fucking replace it with something like, We gotta
0: get rid of that one
2: yeah
3: i will i will give them credit though if you were ever going to see van halen live that was probably the era to see them because from all i've seen from the set list that was the best balance of the sammy and dave eras but you weren't going to get either of those with oh. dave singing and you weren't going to get it certainly with sammy singing Oh fuck, they the, the did Gary
2: Sharon era was had the best set list. Yeah, they the did Mean week. Street. Uh, you uh know, yeah. they Ain't Talking About Love, Panama, all yeah. the big hits right now. Yeah, they mixed the Sammy and the Dave uh mm-hmm. almost right down the middle, right? It's it was fantastic.
1: I, I can say I can say I have heard a live uh just on audio, a live show of of a uh, Dave. I'm sorry, of Sammy doing Ain't Talking About Love, and it's mm-hmm. great. It's fantastic, it's so good, and, no. and it just makes it sort of just solidifies my whole thing as like, look, Sammy's the better vocalist. I don't know why we're having this argument.
2: You guys now don't. imagine Gary Sharon doing Humans Being seventy-four times on that tour. That'd be fucking phenomenal.
3: I think he would have nailed that. Absolutely. I, I, I think Gary Sharon probably would have nailed
2: any song they threw at him. You know, they did Romeo Delight, Dance the Night Away, Feel Your Love Tonight, I'm the One, and then they did Hagar tunes like Dreams. And then did they broke up.
3: Did you ever see the video of them in Japan? on that tour. And Sharon, he wanders into the crowd and then he throws himself down the flight of stairs in the, in like the stadium. He does like a, he does like a stunt thing where like he goes into the crowd, walks up the stairs, he sings and then he throws himself down the stairs and then it lands at the bottom, pulls the microphone back out and gets right back into it. Like that <laughs> dude was He was willing to break bones and bleed for, to, to be the singer of that band. And he was going to sing everything. He's going to sing the shit out of everything, including never, how many say I seven times allegedly, or apparently, (laughs) you know, seven,
1: seven was the only seven.
3: He was going to sing the shit out of anything they gave him. And he was going to be awesome. And I really think he got a, Mm. he got a bad break. He got
1: a bad break. Yeah. He did, and again well, it a bad break. The hell out of you. yeah, great break. great break. Great break. Yeah, great break. Just a bad bad rap. Uh, bad rap. Bad rap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, respect the hell out of you, Gary, as a musician. but as I said, mm-hmm. this album just does not land the mark, but uh, I'm, we mm-hmm. might as well keep trucking through all the uh, say eyes. We only got three minutes to go. Oh my God.
0: Oh, my God.
3: Of the song yeah. best part of the song i will say that this part is good this Absolutely. part is very nice yep. it's this part it's is nice. like
1: it's 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 just it's almost like it's restarting just yeah but it's great because intro. there's no
3: vocals there's no vocals right here it's just beautiful music
1: we got lovely strings here playing well in that case yeah. let's just let's enjoy the instrumentals then hmm
2: as a piece of music that's quite lovely until you get to the law and order fucking and, yeah exactly was, they went
3: back they went back to law and order shit that's that, exactly that's perfect that's, that's a perfect, man
1: perfect.
2: ominous
3: tone and, and
1: he, like yeah he, same, here was, i was just in yeah just enjoying the uh the modulations of like the sort of the number that eddie was doing on piano there and then you and then i feel like the svu is gonna pop in any, any second now and it's just like what it's what's like forgetting
3: happening? Sarah Marshall, that movie. was like, I don't write music, I just do ominous tones.
1: Dark, ominous tones.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but the transition from this lovely piece of music, performed nicely by the string section there, and then the, da-dun. Ah, oh, it's shit. It's total, part shit. Of me, it's total part shit.
1: Part of me thinks it's it's, it's a, a way of them kicking into something, like, heavier and, like, rocking out and uh, to finish the tune out, but I have a feeling that's not what's going to happen. Well, it's
3: well, I'm going to quote Brad Delp, and I'm going to say it's more than a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Let's
2: find out, Mark, shall we? All right. On your TV back there, you got a Golden Knights uh, Black Hawks update. Are they playing tonight? What's the score? Do you know?
3: <laughs> I guess they
0: they are playing tonight.
3: Um, it's three uh, three going into the second intermission. Uh, All
2: right, go Vegas. Golden
3: Knights. They they need uh Well, they really they need Dallas to not get any points. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, I'm in Buffalo, so I'm really pulling for the Knights to uh to not get anything. We had to deal with that whole Eichel nonsense. So.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Oh boy. I, I just wanted a distraction because. Oh, <laughs> oh,
1: no. This is uh this this track is not getting better. I was kind of hoping it would get better. It's not.
2: No, well, yeah, I we mean, free from the shit with, with the string section and then the da dun hit, and you just knew that they had that middle section which is just
3: beautiful, and then yeah, they went back to our dark ominous tones, which is just like to me that's almost like uh, it's a reverence for the sake of a reverence, which is just like. It's just, it's, it's interrupting is what it is. It's disruptive, you know, you know, and that's, to me, that seems almost, it's almost anti Van Halen. If you think about it, because they were always very at their best. They're always compartmentalized. Like when he wanted to be reckless, it was reckless and it was appropriate. They never were inappropriate really, except for like this song, like, like the the beautiful stuff was just beautiful, and they never fucked with it. The beautiful stuff was just, uh, just a, a perfect panoramic, just picture of just beautiful music. The reckless shit was just falling out of the windows, up on two wheels, off the rails, wild rock and roll, and this is just like. I, I don't, it's the cd era they had time they had time to kill they had 79 yeah. minutes they could fit on this disc so they're like well fuck might as well just do this bullshit piano ballad
1: <laughs> we need you to waste six minutes yeah, and exactly. four seconds eddie you think you can do it like yeah i got yeah. you well that's a great
2: call we'll, we'll,
3: long slap it the, we'll slap it at the end of the record yeah. so no one has to hit the skip up yeah, yeah just just throw it yeah. at the end yeah it's <laughs> fine. this it's record fine.
2: is 65 minutes long that's a great point break because yeah because they could yeah. fill it it's it's the Ian Malcolm line from Jurassic Park. Just because you could doesn't mean you should you should, right? Like you, you should could argue that yeah. the
3: C D era you could argue that the CD era of music was really the dawn of filler because they had all this time, you know, in the vinyl era, they had those early vent the the Roth part one era. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's the vinyl era. The, those records were like thirty to thirty-four minutes long. Yeah, exactly. You know, sixteen to seventeen minutes aside. There was no bullshit. It was just compact, we're gonna give you the best of the best and because we don't have the, the well, we don't have the space to to fucking give you more. You know we're not gonna waste your time because we don't have the money to waste to slap on another vinyl onto this. you know And then once you have the digital medium, the CDs, we're like, well, we have seventy eight and a half, seventy nine minutes to get on this. So let's slap slap whatever we fill, want in it. yeah fill it up let's fill it up. Fuck it. And they fucking, they fucked it.
1: They, we, uh, there's a, there's a, a thing we do, uh, uh, with, with the songs that we, we discuss on the show here. Um, usually Corey takes the lead on this one, but I'm going to go ahead. Corey, I don't know if you've been following the uh lyrics of, uh, <laughs> Oh yes. <laughs> how many yes. say I, but man, I don't know. I did Eddie write these lyrics.
2: I,
0: I I'm would gonna say yes. Yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. Like all, just,
2: all songs uh, on this album were attributed to Eddie, Michael, uh, who barely plays on the album, right? Gary. And, yeah.
3: I, I didn't think Mike played, he even played on this record, right? He, he played on like three tracks, I think. Uh, if I know, know he did his backup vocals, but uh, as far as his bass, uh, that was always in question, I thought. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which sucks. I think that uh, that just that feels
2: so slimy and greasy. You know? It really does. It, and like you said, like ever since nineteen eighty four, they shit on this guy so much, and it's so unwarranted. But you know, he's willing to give up his publishing, willing to take a pay cut to go on tour with the guys because he just likes being a part of Van Halen. He's a rock star. It's unfair.
1: They literally have the line all. Bigger, uh, is love.
2: Yeah, great. It again. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say that I my assessment at the beginning was correct. This is their uh, Beatles-esque uh, attempt. Well, I don't,
2: McCart- I don't know if Paul
1: McCartney, I don't know Paul McCartney would appreciate that. Probably I, not, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. So Mark, okay. I,
2: I liked your shitty Beatles reference. Uh, back to Waynes World yeah. when they asked me shitty <laughs> Beatles are any good. Yeah. Milo says, they, they suck. suck. They totally suck. <laughs> All right. We I was got hoping somebody would get the reference, but yes, let's let's mm. keep going, please. All right, a minute thirty-four to go. Here we go.
0: Have you ever looked down in a homeless walked by? Change the channel. It's a hard
2: time well, have you, Mark? Have you ever looked down when the homeless walked by or changed the channel when you saw a hungry child? Have you? Yeah, because I don't want to hear Sarah McLaughlin sing at me. When I just, will we're,
0: we're looking at you. when we're
1: looking at sad, you know, sad children or sad puppies and things of that nature. Like, go, stop. Get off my TV screen, Sarah. Stop it. And can you uh, imagine you if know.
3: they replaced I Will Remember You with this song?
1: Have you ever I can those commercials? I, I I can. I can imagine it and uh I I don't want to, but I can
0: something to be true and in denial.
3: Oh, back to dark times. I love the Order bub
2: order. Fuck off! It sucks. It's so it's bad. It's still going. Ah, fuck it. Is I, this like, the worst song? In, in, I feel
3: bad saying this. World. Like, if, if old Van Halen ever hears this, I apologize. I've never ever mean any disrespect to your old man, but like this just this song. I just man, I wish it didn't exist. Oh no! But also. <laughs> you said it dave yeah <laughs> i wish i wish it would i wish it didn't exist but at the same time i'm glad it i'm glad it does exist because oftentimes you can't tell um where the peaks are until you're staring up at it
1: from the valley you know there you go yeah <laughs> well uh you know Whoa. what I, no <laughs> no yeah i'm gonna just gonna jump right into it uh cory i'm just gonna straight up ask you I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. With all that we've heard, with all that we've uh, discussed so far, would you say that how many say I is what dreams are made of, or is the dream over and there are no many
2: eyes to say? Well, I tell you, I gave it uh, after careful consideration. Like I was looking forward to this night so much, <laughs> I could hang out with my friend Mark. and I knew Greg was coming on. I was really looking forward to that because I heard your uh your shows on uh, Maiden A to Z. I'm like, oh, Greg knows his shit. This is gonna be fantastic. We're gonna roll something great. We were so close. We could have had <laughs> light up the sky. We were <laughs> we so, so close. The but the the dream is absolutely fucking over. uh Greg, our special guest who willed this song on the wheel here tonight for us here. I 100% blame you. Uh, <laughs> is the dream over, or is this what dreams are made of? Give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. This is certainly, um,
3: so what nightmares are made of. So I would say the dream is definitely over. Dream
2: is over. What more can you? Do?
1: It is. I mean, yeah, about. that's. Yeah. And so it befalls to me, gentlemen, to tell you that despite all that we've heard, despite all that we have said, and despite my initial feelings on this, I must tell you. (laughs) You had me worried. I must tell you that I have to agree. I have to absolutely agree with the both of you. Uh, This is, I I said it at, at the beginning, this is not, I don't know what band this is. I respect. I have to reiterate what Greg said. I respect the entire band, their musicianship. I respect that the the fact that they even created this song. When I say they, I mean Eddie. I, I respect <laughs> the fact that Eddie decided this was going to be the way we're going out, despite the circumstances, whatever they are. Uh, if I was more of a historian, man, I could tell you factual information. I can, but instead, I can only give you my uh, my rough guesstimations and my my rough guess is eddie just wanted to try something different and kudos to him more power to him cool congratulations you did it the problem is it's just not it just doesn't it doesn't come out very good it's not this isn't good i'm sorry It's it is possible that even uh, people you think are perfect and unstoppable and just and bulletproof in the sense of they can do no wrong Sometimes there are cracks and say, uh I gonna would say I'm going
3: to say something, say something say that's
1: crack but yes go ahead Greg I'm
3: going to say something that I'm sure anyone listening is probably just going to groan or <laughs> you know you know what would have made this song better if if you had to if someone said you have this song and you can't undo it it's already been done mm-hmm. but you have one chance to make it better. What would you do to make it better? I would I would replace Eddie's voice with Nuno Battencourt's. Oh yeah.
0: I was been, gonna say was, I would probably make my plant make
1: harmonies. Or
2: that, yeah. <laughs> harmony would have been a lot better, absolutely, yeah.
3: If they had removed the ominous tones, the unnecessary ominous tones and replaced Eddie's voice. With Nuno's, it probably would have been a fucking top tier extreme song. Very well could.
1: Yeah. That's a. I mean.
2: I mean, the lyrics are
3: still stupid. I might. But... I, might, I might get kicked. I might get kicked off the
2: internet for this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, this will be our last oh. episode. I have no doubt. Everyone's gonna come down on us. They're gonna <laughs> say how many say I is an actual Van Halen classic. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about.
3: I think the FBI I mean, is circling. The I think time. the FBI <laughs> is circling my house right now.
1: Yeah, they come. Yeah, it's just like you dare besmirch the, the name of Van Halen with this. The yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, if they're coming for you, they're coming for all of us. So I have to say, yeah.
3: I, I mean, I love Iron Maiden a ton, and I. A shit all over them for don't look to the eyes of a stranger. And I, I just Oh, that's the one you did. <laughs> yeah, that was the first one I did. And it was a shit all over that one. And this is well, I guess this is just my trial by fire for these podcasts. This is well, how bad do you want how bad do you want to do these podcasts? Well, we're gonna give you the fucking worst material. <laughs>
1: So it's a it's a clean sweep over here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We apologize to our our guest, Greg. uh, But look, as I say every week, man, it's it's all the spin of the wheel. And sometimes she is a cruel mistress. This time she was just straight up cruel because, oh, dear God. This is not, uh, not a banger, this, this track. This is not uh, the one that is going to go in the upper echelon of Van Halen tunes. We have discussed songs that I would consider belong uh, up there in the upper tier. This is not one of them. This, I think, by far is the worst one we have done. However, you guys, there are so many more tracks that we still have to get through. There are... Plenty of, I'm sure, uh, dumpster fire of songs that even the mighty Van Halen are not immune to that are coming our way. I, I like to tease Corey all the time that as soon as we get to more of "For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge," uh, there's going to be ones that he specifically does not want to discuss. I can't wait to get to that just just to see his reaction. Uh, seeing the rea- seeing the reactions out of these two gentlemen for this song was was a treat in and of itself. Uh, that's the enjoyment I got out of this episode. I would, I would
3: listen. I would listen to Spanked <laughs> fifty times in a row before.
2: I- I listen to how many say I, I would too ever again. I would too. Man on a mission, whatever the worst track on for unlawful is, I would listen to it a hundred times in a row before I would listen to this song again. Yeah.
1: Oh man, Corey, do you do you realize what we've just done? Oh no, what we've it's we've done a lot of bad very, things. It, but it's very possible this might be the lowest that we go. I think it might be. This uh, might be the lowest. Like even, even the ones that we might not uh you know consider to be the dream is not what dreams are made of but not as bad as uh as many say i maybe I, maybe this is the lowest
3: i i really dislike can't stop loving you like a lot oh wow okay and i think i would i would put this song below that
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying like i I think maybe we've gone the lowest we can go as far as these is van Halen tunes go, so well, out I'm glad you're on out. I'm,
3: I'm I'm glad to hang out with you guys and meet you at rock bottom
2: <laughs> there's nowhere to go but up there's nowhere to go it's, but up thanks, and, you, thanks you know for maybe slumming, we, thanks for slumming it with me tonight we're
1: totally yeah that's that's exactly what this was slumming <laughs> it. So yeah, it's only it's only uphill from here. Uh maybe some of the climb gets a little bit harder, uh, depending on the song, but it's all uphill. I think I I don't I can't possibly foresee, and this might be uh the my dying words, I can't foresee it getting any worse than this. And there what, we go.
3: Considering I said earlier, like I joked, I was like, well, I want when push comes to shove, so I'll probably get cabo wabo. Man. the the, the (laughs) the winds of the winds of fate just (laughs) blew it right into my face saying oh yeah i bet you wish you had some Cabo (laughs) lava now yeah
1: (laughs) the wheel said uh no tequila party for you none for any of us but again that's the way the show works that is uh, a new edition, uh, a newest edition of the show. Uh, but before we go, it's uh, once again, Greg, thank you. I know this was not uh, probably the uh, <laughs> this was not not the song you expected to talk about. This was not uh, the, well, the show in that a you way, were hoping for. In
3: a way, this was when push came to shove
1: yeah so well there you there you are it's but but regardless we appreciate you uh listening to us we appreciate you hanging out with us being a part of this adding your colorful commentary with us because that's just the kind of thing we do uh if you want to please plug yourself let the people know where they can find you on the socials if uh if you i don't have know them. if
3: i i don't know if i can plug myself worse than this song has um but um yeah this um i don't even know <laughs> the song uh, has, my, has my, melted my, your brain my band is fatal curse we sound nothing like this song uh, <laughs> if you like if you like 80s heavy metal check us out don't don't hate mail me for not liking a van halen song please
0: but I if you want Eddie to his twitter I, got- love, I love van
3: halen i yeah if you want to i'm at, at true true greg f on twitter um if you want to fuck with me or argue with me about how much I dislike this song, despite my initial feelings of ah, I got a bad rap, now I've walked I've walked that back entirely. I've homer I've homer myself back into the bushes on my initial statement. Uh, this song sucks. It blows. Sorry, Eddie. Rest <laughs> in peace. I love you. You're the reason I play guitar. I fucking love Van Halen. This song stinks.
1: <laughs> don't worry if uh if any any of our listeners like really really just want to talk shit about you we'll hear about it you won't they'll help they'll hate mail us to death it's fine i enjoy it i get a kick out of it uh Corey, where can the good people find you to tell you how much they love this song
2: <laughs> if, if there's a human being on the planet that is going to defend this song please let me know at cd morset on twitter uh <laughs> at podcastable rock is the show twitter account i can't imagine there's a fucking human being but
3: that's what makes us humans being there you go
1: shine on my friend shine on yep. <laughs> you realize what you've done with that you know who the the person the human being on this earth that's going to come around and go i actually enjoyed that song you know who it's going to be is it very yeah.
2: Yes, you're My just God. you're just
1: you're just feeding the the, the fire to the cult.
2: We're oh, feeding geez. the monster, if you will. And you know, what? I just want to do one thing. I brought the wheel back up. I just I want to spin it. This isn't going to count. What would have been the spin tonight? This is the second spin of the night. Would we have gotten anything better? We would have got black oh, no, and no, blue no. from OU eight one two. it, would have, so it would have been better. That but would have been better. Would have been, <laughs> would have been that much better. Well, it would have been I mean, yes. It would have been
3: <laughs> Sammy level bad. Mm-hmm. You know, Sammy had a tendency to well, especially if it involved the ladies, to uh just really just puke out some just fucking cornball lyrics. But yeah, I would have taken black and blue <laughs> for
1: sure. I think Dave yeah. Dave and Sammy were both guilty of that, but you know, based on you know recent uh, studies, but you know, it is what it <laughs> is. Um, don't forget you guys you can uh find us at uh, and the podcast will rock.com. we have all the episodes we've got merch get yourself some uh some hoodies some maybe some tank tops it's getting warmer out there if you're in uh my neck of the woods um get you a t-shirt get you whatever you you need man we've got you covered uh we will not have uh, how many say i merch unless uh we can find some really clever way of parodying that uh we'll workshop it we'll see we'll talk to our buddy Scribs. he's, he's good about that how many you know what?
3: After, after after this episode it might be a, a case of uh how many say bye to never listen to this fucking podcast there you I go mean, and it, and, it,
1: and, it, and, if, and if that's the case then uh get at me at my mark the bat on twitter and instagram because i love it when people come at me and tell me how much uh i i've missed the mark so to speak uh uh thank Ooh, you for that pun! Nice i for, like that i that's know really yeah funny. yeah i mean, it's i get, funny I that's get your name <laughs> <laughs> yes um, and be on the lookout for my memoir soon uh mark was way off on this, this one uh thank you for that title uh twitter person uh wasn't even going to shout him out but there it is so Uh, But uh, that, yeah, that's a new episode. You know how it is. We just, we love the band. We love Van Halen. We love talking about it. Sometimes the wheel does not love us. And so we have to talk about a song that we don't love, but that's the part of the fun of the show. In spite of it all, I had a great time. So uh, thank you to Greg for joining us again. As always, thank you, Corey, for being here. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Share us around. Be sure to check out the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. you got everything you could possibly want in uh, rock podcasting, I would say. You'll even hear our buddy Greg and some other shows, uh, A to Z, Iron Maiden, for example. So there you are. And uh, you'll be hearing some more guests on our show we we've got them all booked up it's going to be a blast hopefully better songs in the future like i say it's only upwards <laughs> from here at least i certainly <laughs> hope so but that is the show we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later